0: What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of Retail Coffee Break. I am your host, Nick McHenry, and today I got a chance to sit down with a really good friend of mine, Nelson Huff of Pockets Menswear in Dallas. Nelson is the self declared chief executive jelly bean officer of Pockets, but I just know him as one of the best salespeople in the luxury menswear game. Something I've always admired about Nelson is his ability to just be so authentic all of the time and create such deep relationships with his customers. And I wanted to sit down with Nelson to talk about exactly how he took that mindset into the COVID-19 shutdown. So we had this call when his store was still shut down. It has since recently opened. But I think it takes such a different mindset with what's going on right now in terms of the rulebook. Really, there is no rule book. You need to think creatively and how can you still be front of mind with your clientele, continue to build relationships, even if they're not coming into the store physically. Nelson gives so many good points that you could take away and use whether you're a salesperson on a retail floor today or you're just in business in general to think creatively, continue to communicate with your customers, and hopefully come out of this thing that we're in right now on top and more successful and with deeper client relationships than ever. So I hope you take something away from this conversation. I know I did. Let's get into it. Okay, so I am here with my buddy Nelson from Pockets of Dallas. If you want to introduce yourself, Nelson, a little bit about your background, what you do, that would be
1: awesome. Uh, what's shaking? I'm Nelson Huff. Uh, I work at an independent menswear store called Pockets. Uh, I've been around for 45 plus years. Uh... I'm like a lot of guys in retail. I kind of just fell into the business. I, I've, I, the more I work in mensworth, the more I realized there weren't a lot of guys who are like, yeah, I went to school for, you know, business or men's, whatever, and got into the business. It's usually they were doing something else. And I was one of those. I was in culinary school for a year, loved to cook, didn't want to be in a kitchen for 80 hours a week, came home, uh, changed majors, was going to college and just had an opportunity to interview at pockets and uh, the boss and owner at the time, David Smith was like, well, you seem like a good guy. You have no sales experience, but I can teach you how to do that. And that was eight and a half years ago. So, uh, I guess I'm not an old man in the game, but I guess longer than some, but not as many much as most, I suppose.
0: So what made you, I mean, what made you choose that store to go interview at or like what was it just interesting to you or you interested in clothing was it just something that you happened to walk by there was a a for hire sign on the window
1: see this gets even better because I've always liked clothes um and so after culinary school I thought okay I'll you know interview at a mall store or box store and always put up all the applications and never got a call back you know thank goodness at this point um And so I had a friend whose cousin worked at pockets Oh, oh. and they were just kind of talking and he's like, yeah, you know, we're still looking for someone. And my buddy's like, Hey, you should talk to my buddy Nelson. He's the best dressed guy I know, but I don't think he knows anything about the business. And with that stirring endorsement, I was able to get an interview and, you know, interview with the guys and they've kept me so far. So something's worked.
0: (laughs) How has the store, I'm just so curious to know, because I don't know the answer, honestly, is how has the store changed in the last eight, eight and a half years since you've been there?
1: Uh, when the original owner sold the business, uh, there was a big brand that we had that was like a big chunk of our business. And so now, um, since we can't sell that brand anymore, it's almost like we've become more I guess kind of cosmopolitan in our outlook for kind of a lack of a better word. And so instead of dedicating budget dollars to this brand, now we could spread out and kind of explore and find cool stuff and unique stuff. And I mean, the truth is guys are incredibly loyal and they shop at a store. Yes, they love the product, but they, there's almost like this guarantee that because you know, person, x works at this store i know whatever is in that store is going to be cool and unique and good and i want to support that
0: so basically you're saying like the guys i mean because they trust you nelson they can come in you'll say listen i've got this new whatever this brand is and they'll be like listen can i trust you i'm down for it like let me let me see it i'll try it on
1: yeah exactly assuming it's not anything kind of too wacky. (laughs) I've got this this bright bright orange orange jacket for you. I'm not going to put him in a coral sport coat, right? Uh, (laughs) I could try. He'll say no, but. Then you then you show him the
0: blue sport coat.
1: coat. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Do you still, do you still have guys that shop with you from, you know, day one from eight, eight years ago that you met in that first year?
1: I do. Um, And in fact, one of the cool things, uh, one of the, owners there, Doug, he has guys who shop with him for, you know, since the beginning. And now they're, you know, the kids of those guys shop with Doug, which just shows, I mean, that's one of the things about this business that I just think is phenomenal. Just the relationships that you build with people consistently. Right.
0: Which is so, isn't it backwards though? I'm going to go off a total side tangent. Isn't it backwards that, that's totally the case. And everyone I know is the same way. Like, you build relationships for the long term over such a long period of time. Yet, the country, to a certain extent, a lot of people see retail as, like, a temporary job, right? Like, a thing you do in college to make some money and then you move on to the next thing. But those two points, like, are completely contradictory, right? Like, if you are to succeed in this business, if you need long-term relationships, it's by nature not a one-year, two-year kind of temporary job. Otherwise, you're not going to succeed, really.
1: I mean, you're exactly right. When I first started dating my wife and told her what I did, and she only told me this like a year ago, she's like, I didn't know if you'd be able to, I mean, retail, I don't know, that you work weird hours, and, you know, you, I don't know if you could, like, support or have a good salary, and now she's like, oh, well, now I realize what you meant when you said retail. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people, when they, maybe it's just, my dad's kind of stoicism that's in me. Like when people ask me what I do, I just say I'm a salesman. I'm like, well, I'm a salesman at like a upper level luxury kind of independent boutique. I'm just like, I sell clothes. And so you kind of have this like, Oh, where does he sell clothes? And they don't. And I mean, if you ask questions, I'll let you know. And I think a lot of guys in our business are like that. And so when you just find out that someone's kind of in the rag business, as they'd say, you just assume it's at a box store somewhere,
0: right? Right. But even 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 the like the box stores for, for say like I've talked to people there. And I still hear similar stories of like yeah I've had these guys shopping with me. If you do your job right, if mm-hmm. you do it well, even no matter what store yeah. you're at, that you have customers that have shopped with you for five years, ten years, or what have you. How does yeah. how does your wife like how has she adapted since you started dating? Since you work a lot of Saturdays and stuff like that with the retail schedule?
1: Uh, she's really just kind of used to it now. And so Sundays are our day. Like, we'll go to church and then um, go to lunch and then just kind of hang out and spend the day together. Um, she's in education, and so by the time summer rolls around, uh, I'm off Wednesdays during the week. And so by the time summer rolls around, like Wednesdays just become our Saturdays, so to speak. Um. But I think, you know, by the end of this quarantine, I think a lot of people are going to be tired of looking at each other, I guess. <laughs> that, that is a very... You're making up for lost time at this point.
0: Right? That's a very interesting point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we never spent any time together. Now you spend every day together.
0: Have you, have you guys done anything interesting together since, uh, since the quarantine's happened?
1: No. I mean, we went on our... Uh, we went on our two-year anniversary vacation, literally um, spring break week. So the week before everything, actually like a week and a half before everything kind of got shut down and everything else. So it was it was kind of like the last hurrah, which is great. Um, and then she's pregnant, so it's not like we can even you know kind of do anything. Too exciting. It's not like we can, you know, go to the store together. So it looks like, you know, a lot of dog walks and a lot of just hanging out on the patio. Which I, I mean, at the end of it all, kind of that quality time matters immensely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. Congrat. I didn't even know your wife was pregnant. So congratulations. That's
1: that's awesome. Thank you. I didn't put it on right? Facebook, so I guess it's not official or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If, if it's not <laughs> if it's on not Facebook, Facebook, it's not even not real. Even real.
1: <laughs> Doesn't count. Doesn't count. It's your. It's your it's first, ever, right? right?
0: Yeah. Man. When is she due?
1: Uh, end of August.
0: All right. You're not going to go gonna with, go any, with of any of these. these. I've seen, I've people, seen people, naming people naming their kids, their like, kids Corona like Corona or, or COVID
1: <laughs> or, or something. COVID.
0: Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of a dope name, though. I got to be honest with you. Like, if you forgot, like, Corona, I think, is a weird name. But I, I got to be honest with you. If, yeah. my, if my name was COVID and this didn't happen, I thought it would be a pretty sweet name.
1: <laughs> COVID.
0: <laughs> I know. I know, two pe- I know someone who had twins and named them Corona and COVID. No, you're kidding. Yeah, no, I'm not. Dead serious. Dead serious. It's, it's it's crazy. Oh,
1: gosh. It would be great to give someone like a, you know, a very regal sounding name, like Augustus Theodore COVID. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just kind of just just sneak it in, in there, there like, like way at like the, the end, end where it gets, gets dropped, dropped off anyways. anyways. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> so, it... Are, Back to like this thing actually happening right now. I know you and I talked about it a little bit before the call, but like, what are you doing right now to keep engaged with? I mean, you've had, we've already established you have long-term customers and relationships. Like how are you engaging them right now?
1: Uh, a lot of emails, a lot of texts and phone calls. And then uh, the stores really kind of use this opportunity to actually do more with our Instagram, especially. Um, Cause we've just found that there's just kind of more quick response with some of our customers. And we're amazed at how many of our guys who are, you know, long time customers, which means that they're 50, 60, 70 years old, are on Instagram and they're on Instagram quite a bit. Um, you know, not especially now to be an influencer brand or anything, but you know, we've been doing kind of quick, hilarious videos. You kind of do some laydowns of kind of cool things we've gotten in. Um, And, you know, at the end of it, we're in retail, right? So we want to sell things, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but we also kind of just want to be, you know, a little bit of calm in the midst of the chaos and just kind of give people something and kind of chuckle about. Um, And then we're also using as kind of an opportunity to introduce um, people at the store and kind of things that are happening behind the scenes. So you kind of see the, I guess, people of pockets as it were.
0: The, the videos are amazing. I think I, I wish more people were doing it. I mean, you're the right guy to do it, but I love the video where uh, where it pans down to the swimsuit where like you're in a double-breasted blazer and like with the tie. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm like because I'm like, I, 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 I've I seen other people do it. The way everyone else has taken it is actually doing like normal product knowledge stuff. So I'm like, oh, cool. Nelson's going to do just a normal and then it pans down and you're, you're yeah. in your swimsuit. Take the tie off. Take the double-breasted
1: jacket unopened opened or whatnot. It's hilarious, man. Like, it's almost like we want to kind of be at a lot of different things in the video. You you know, you want to kind of tell people how they could buy it, how to wear it, and then just kind of entertain them too. Because I <clears throat> we've kind of toyed, and I think a lot of, a few brands I've seen do it well, kind of, you know, explaining brands. But if you don't do it right, it almost comes across as you kind of lecturing someone about the brand right
0: that's what i like about it though i like that there's it's like there's humor but there is like real you know tactical dressing advice in each of the videos you know it is like okay cool you know like there is something i can take away from this for spring for summer coming up or
1: whatnot exactly whose idea was it was it your idea yeah a spoonful spoonful of medicine helps help or a spoonful of sugar helps medicine go down right (laughs) Exactly. Kind of force a guy to buy something at some point.
0: (laughs) Exactly. What has the response been? Have people been texting you or or emailing you or commenting, saying anything
1: about it? So that's usually kind of the topic of our Zoom calls. And, uh, you know, guys are reaching out. They kind of appreciate it. We've sold a few things because of just kind of things they see on social media. But I think it's kind of using the social media as leverage to you know, kind of the things, the emails that we're sending kind of store wide, but then also kind of the emails you as the salesperson, are sending to each person too, right? And so it's almost like it's kind of this multi prong thing where you almost want to, uh, I don't know if inundate's quite the right word for it, but you just want to kind of send as much info out as you can. Uh, while being kind of respectful of people's inboxes and time. So they really appreciate it. Um, And I think at this point, you know, in the old days, we'd probably send, you know, before COVID, we'd send maybe a email or two a week or something like that. We didn't want to kind of overwhelm people. But, you know, now we probably send a few more emails than normal. Um, You know, we post a lot more than normal. And I think, People are just kind of making time for that because the truth is now we're spending a lot of times in front of our screens anyway, whether we want to or not.
0: I think that's the right approach, right? I mean, like it's, it's one thing to just say, I, I know retailers who have taken the stance of I'm just going to wait it out. Like I'm just going to go dormant until things open. But I think the right approach is like, OK, we now have time we didn't have before. Um, and from talking to the owner Andy, uh, he had mentioned that he's going to have, he's having other people on your staff do new stuff too, in unique ways and utilizing people's talents. I think that's pretty cool to see people, you know, like yourself too, being more a present on the Instagram as like the face of the brand or whatnot, yeah. kind of stepping in and doing creative things. Yeah. Just, to, uh, why not? Right.
1: Exactly. I mean, you got to try something. One of the things that, uh, a couple of guys, Doug and Kent were up there yesterday and, um, they redid the forms in the windows and then there's kind of this chalkboard sign in the window that says, shop the look, see something you like, shoot us an email, which is, I mean, the truth is we're in a shopping center and there's a grocery store there and there's restaurants that are doing pickup. So people are wandering around anyway or right. driving around anyways. So, right. You know, you might as well make it worth it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, anything exactly. you can do. I mean, you might not, I mean... I'm an optimist, but I'm also a realist. You might not do like gangbusters business with these kinds of things, but if nothing else, you kind of remain top of mind. So when things are back to normal, guys, you know, you're there.
0: Right. They're, they they do not forget about you. You were doing something to be engaged. You're still building like little nuggets of that experience relationship. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's, that's huge. So what are, what are you, I guess, like how are you approaching when the things do open up? Like how do you think you'll manage your customers, your clients, your relationships, When things do open.
1: That's a good one. I think this is why it's important to do the customer contact stuff now, because once things go back to normal, you know, there's kind of this idea that everyone's like kind of this, uh, this wall is going to come down and everyone's going to be out everything else, but maybe, but you know, people I think may still be kind of hesitant, um, And so you almost want to, again, just kind of make sure that you're top of mind for things like that. Right. right. Um, You know, it'd be cool to throw some kind of, you know, like COVID bash or something after all of this is done. (laughs) But again, who knows, right? (laughs) What are
0: you most excited for? You know, once you get like, I feel like we've all been out of the rat race. We've been out of our stores for a while. Like what are you most excited to get back to?
1: Just dealing with people again and kind of chatting with people. I mean, I, I'm an introvert, and so I've kind of loved this time to kind of reset and read and kind of um, work on things, uh, both for the store and then kind of in my own life. But I really miss just chatting with customers and kind of seeing what's going on with them and doing it on the phone or even a text isn't quite the same as, you know, the guys sitting down in the chair and I'm hopping up on the table and you're just kind of chatting about the day while you show them stuff, right?
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, even this, I mean, like everyone's moved to virtual, you know, meetings and stuff like that, but.
1: Because I think the truth is you you get in this business because you like product, right? But then you also like people. Right, right. You know, it's not quite the same. I could imagine you, you know, you'd like meeting with people and all of a sudden it's like, you know, to meet with people, you have to zoom them all the time, which is nice, but it isn't quite the same as, you know, shaking a hand and kind of having a coffee across from each other and just chatting.
0: Even the few people that I've seen from six feet away or whatnot, I get like so excited to go just like see them (laughs) from six feet away. Seriously, dude, to see, to just be there. It's almost like even people that I'll have a Zoom call with somebody and then, you know, like next day I'll see them in person. And my level of excitement for the in-person versus the Zoom, even though I just saw their face or whatnot, is so different. different.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Joking with uh, some of our neighbors because we did like a driveway kind of hang out. So everyone kind of had lawn chairs in their own driveway. And everyone misses social interaction to some degree, whether you're like an introvert or an extrovert or ambivert or whatever. I mean, we are made for community and not being right. around people, right. you know, just kind of strains people and drains them. It makes life difficult, unfortunately.
0: No, I think, I think you're totally right. That's why it's interesting to me. Some people who are like, this is the, this is the future virtual communication and all this stuff. And then everyone else I talk to is like, I am dying to get outside. (laughs) To me, I see it as almost like the end of, of like true, like it basically, to me, it proves that we will never be able to survive as like a truly virtual, uh, you know, world in general. Yeah. Even if we all have hazmat suits on or something in the future of like, we're all going out in some sci-fi thing. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's like Star Trek and, you know, you're all on the holodeck or something with some kind of active imaginary thing going on, but you know, we need people and even the people who don't necessarily want to admit they need people, need people. Right. My Sunday school class, we do zoom, you know, on Sundays and, the first one, like three weeks ago, was just kind of awkward because no one had really kind of dealt with Zoom up to that point. So you're just kind of talking and there's no response. And now because you're on Zoom for work or with family or friends or whatever else, it's almost like everyone's become some kind of Zoom expert. And so kind of the camera and the screen aren't as awkward as they used to be, but it's still not the best substitute for one-on-one right interaction.
0: No, Absolutely. That's- all right, man. I'll I'll leave it at that because I know you got to get to the store that we've been talking about. So I'll I'll let you run. But thanks for hopping on. I mean, I, I even though we can't meet in person, I still do like to see people's faces and have some conversations. So I'm not on my computer all day. So this has
1: been awesome. Awesome. Right on, man. Appreciate the chance. Good luck. So that was my conversation with Nelson Huff
0: of Pockets Menswear. Man, he just brought so many great points about how to communicate and build relationships with your customers. I hope you took something away from this. If you want to check out the video that goes with this conversation or just general more information about this podcast, go check out retailcoffeebreak.com and we will see you later.